CHH podcast. In today's episode, we speak to Seda. Seda are a band from Brazil, twin sister duo, who sing in both Portuguese and English. In this interview, we talk about the music industry in Brazil, we talk about them being super artistic, and we talk about their love collaboration. Make sure to join in the conversation using hashtag CHH podcast and share this episode with all your friends. So hi guys, thanks for joining. Hi Paula, thank you for having us. No worries, no worries. We're so excited to speak to you on CHH today. So who are you? How how did you guys come about? What is, just tell us everything, basically. We want to know. All right. Um, hey, guys. We're Sether. We're Ben from Brazil. Um, my name is Rafa. And I'm Janie. Uh, we are twin the face <laughs> of the band, twins. And um, how did you guys pick up the name, Sether? Yeah, so uh, a few years ago, um, I was like scrolling on uh, a website on on my computer, and the name popped up on the screen. God gave us a name and meaning "secret place" it's from the Hebrew, and uh, the whole you know meaning of the band and everything that God wanted to tell through us mm. uh, really got. Um, um, it resonated with, with the, name. the whole meaning of the band. It made a lot of sense for us. Yeah. It was the perfect fit because uh, we were making songs from our secret place. Mm. And that, that's the, name, the meaning of the name. So it made a lot of sense. Yeah. So, like, obviously, that's very Christian. Um, but yeah. what would, like, what, how would you explain the secret place to, like, someone who doesn't fully understand what that means? Uh, I think I'm going to uh, just tell a little bit about it the dream that God gave us um, about the project, because I think it explains a lot about the meaning of Secret Place. But uh, we uh, spent a year in America, in the United States, as exchange students in the end of high school. And during that time, God spoke with us about our future and music and being artistic for him. And, and then he had a dream. Yeah, and then I we came back to Brazil, and I had a dream. In the dream, I saw a house, and I saw that there was someone living there, and a bunch of crazy stuff happened in the dream, but I was running away from someone or something. And uh, when I got into the house, I, I knew it was my heart. And around the house, there was, like, fire and destruction, but the house was intact. Mm. And God spoke about like having him inside of us or having him on our inner sacred place as our, you know, as a leader or as the one who is like actually cleaning things up or leading us and protecting and protecting Mm -hmm. us. That's actually what makes us strong. And that's actually what makes us stand uh, during, you know, the crazy times we're living in or the crazy things we go through because he's in us. So mm-hmm. the whole idea of secret place and the really means to have the Holy Spirit guiding us 
on our inner lives and uh and then being able to share with other people those experiences not only staying with us but actually going through the problems and the the adversities in the world Mm -hmm. with him and the whole concept and secret place idea is from us i love what you said that's so beautiful by the way but i love what you said about um god leading you to then help other people um through those situations because even when you're talking about the dream it seems like a very personal uh, individual situation that you didn't actually have to share with anyone even like didn't have to share with your sister um but you feeling like oh no god is actually leading us to do this very public ministry um is amazing can you tell us a bit more about your musical journey from you know having that dream to deciding to start a band to making your first song to the album we started the band in 2015 as danny said right after it came back yeah we came back from the united states and i was living in one state and danny was living in another but we got to meet each other once during a whole year apart and when we met danny showed me some of her songs and i showed her some of the songs that i wrote it was a really meaningful experience to us. Uh, we started sharing like artists that we we had the chance to listen for the first time. It was really inspiring. Yeah, independent artists. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like we were starting to listen to more independent artists, um, and we felt like the Lord was calling us to do something like that. Mm. So when we came back to Brazil, uh, Danny had the dreams. And I, I bought her idea. Um, we found the name for the band. Uh, everything just fell into place. And from that on, we were trying to, you know, think of how the band was going to work out. Uh, we were studying. Uh, writing songs. Yeah. And, you know, slowly the God started showing us what we're supposed to do. So in 2017... We got to record our first song and release uh, on the internet. Yeah. And um, it was so so awesome that we saw the goodness of God in that process of our first single. Um, a couple of like, they are, like friends of ours, they gave us and they paid the whole thing, like production. Yeah. And we, they paid for, uh, they paid for a trip to the place where we were going to record. Yeah. They paid everything, the hotel, the production, um, production, the everything was really yeah. like a miracle. Yeah, so we really felt like the goodness of God because we didn't even know how we could ever record a song. <laughs> and in Brazil, we have we kind of have this general idea that you have to be signed with a label. You have to mm-hmm. uh, do like this uh, very specific steps in order to record something. You need to go artist. to a very expensive studio. Yeah like all of that process and during that time God really showed us that it's him leading it's him giving us support and giving everything we need yeah at one no 2018 yeah 2019 was when we started thinking of recording our EP so it took like a year became an album (laughs) yeah it became an album uh but it's we spent a year just dreaming of what wow. God wanted us to do. We were going to to, um, to our schools. We 
for studying, doing a bunch of things at the same time. Um, but in 2019, we were actually talking to her mom and we said, hey mom, what do you think of us recording an album? And she said, go for it. We didn't have money. We didn't have a structure to do anything, but it felt like, okay, let's do this. Yeah. So we started talking to people. Um, we also started a fundraising uh, campaign on it on the yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. And people helped us a lot. A lot of people helped us. People we, there are people that helped us financially that we don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Money started appearing in our bank accounts. Yes. <laughs> it was really special. It and was. 2019, we started uh, releasing the first uh, songs of the album. It was, as I said, it was actually an EP, but uh, we talked to a friend and he advised us to uh, record more songs and turn it into an album. Yeah. So Danny recorded recorded the, fir- the four audios that are in between the songs so that we could tell a little story there. Oh, wow. That's and it was the first time that Danny uh, got to actually produce, actually some, produce something. something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually produced a few things before, but just like to have fun. Yeah. But yeah. And then we didn't have any more money to actually record more songs for the album. So the idea of making audios and uh, recording like daily, daily stuff, like I'm going to the. Uh, you're going to work and going to work and recorded the sound the train. of the train yeah. <laughs> and I recorded the sound there and I started to add that to our story and um, in one of the audios we featured our grandma yes. singing oh wow that was really special <laughs> yeah and she she um she didn't know no I was recording secretly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she's just such an important uh, part of our musical journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she influenced my mom to actually learn to play an instrument, and then she eventually influenced, influenced us. us. So uh, it was, you know, very special. And what do you guys play as well as singing? Well, I play the drums, and I play the piano. Yeah. <laughs> so you really are the face and the band. You are. Yes. <laughs> we, are. we do have a couple of people that help us, but usually it's just us. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really interesting that you talk about like the band and then obviously you are sisters, so you've lived life like as sisters. Not even just sisters, <laughs> Um, and I know that like I'm really close with my sisters and sometimes we clash over just like really silly things but if you actually work together or do ministry together um, as you guys do it can be very interesting when those clashes happen so I think my question is just kind of about do you ever have any like creative differences or clash musically and like how do you resolve that hmm interesting (laughs) we we do clash a lot and but it I think it helps because I have a couple of different ideas Danny brings some different ideas to the table sometimes we we tend to uh, get mad at each other (laughs) that happens a lot we fight a little bit (laughs) but then like five minutes after that we're like okay let's pray about this (laughs) or um we're gonna like record a video and I don't want to record it 
And then he helps me to feel motivated to record the video. Yeah. So we, we try to work with each other. Since we're twins, we have a lot of things in common. Like we grew up listening to the same bands, watching the same TV shows. So we have a lot of things in common. Um, but it's really interesting to see the different tastes kind of yeah. showing up. And when um, we make music, usually like Rafa, um, she writes the lyrics mm-hmm. and I make the harmony and melody part. So, oh, so, and a few times like I write the lyrics and she helps with the melody and harmony. So yeah, it's kind of like a very collective. Yeah. Um, we try to compliment. Yeah. <laughs> bring everything together oh that's so cool i mean i think I can hear that in the music everything kind of blends and especially with the type of like the genre that it is it's very like what's the word harmonious let's go with that yeah i think it's very yeah. just you hear the harmony not just even the harmonies of the song but just the harmony between the music and the lyrics so it makes sense that you kind of collab in that way And even just speaking more about the music, because obviously this is a music podcast, um, <laughs> you guys are the first Brazilian-based um, group or artist that we have had on the podcast. Um, you sing a lot in Portuguese, obviously, because that's the national language, which is amazing, as well as some of the English songs. So I know, first of all, um, was in English, which I was like, okay, finally, I can actually understand what they're singing. <laughs> but, you know, so um, what was it like, like, just you know, being able to be bilingual on your songs. And do you specifically think that you target the Portuguese-speaking community, Christian community, or are you trying to get everyone in the world? Like, is your audience broad? We got to record that song, first of all. Um, And it it is not the first song in English that we wrote. We actually started writing songs in English from the very beginning you know, from the very song that we first song that we wrote, we were trying to write in English as well. We were learning English, and at the same time, we were trying to write something. Wow. The first drafts are weren't really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but um, as we got better with our English, the songs got a little better. I yeah. think. <laughs> and it's funny that there are songs in English that we can actually translate to Portuguese. Like we don't feel comfortable translating. So that's the downside. <laughs> we we tried to write the songs in Portuguese and English and they they just simply don't work. Yeah, sometimes it's going to be dependent on how the language sounds and translates and the phrase yeah. the language. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And we do translate a couple of songs for other people. We had some artists uh come to us uh and we re- translated their songs. But when it comes to our songs, that becomes yeah. a little bit harder yeah. for some reason. It's weird. But uh, first of all, we we wrote that song. It was a really awesome project that we got the chance to be a part of. And uh, the song, we sat one day to write with each other. It just um, appeared. Yeah. It was really natural, like a really awesome uh, creative process that we got there. And the response from people was really awesome. We had friends from America that were trying to understand what we were singing in Portuguese. <laughs> and they said, finally, finally a song <laughs> yeah. I understand and that I can sure. sing to. But as for the public, I think we always had like both people coming to us 
to listen to her stuff since the beginning even because like after we came back from america uh the people that we met there were really involved with our music too Mm -hmm. so um we always got the support from both like international english-speaking people and brazilians and the fun thing is that uh the public here in brazil that listens to this kind of style or independent music they're very drawn to listen to american or uh international music Mm -hmm. and i don't know if it is because of the lack of bands here or maybe uh because the bands that exist here in brazil aren't really known like they're Mm -hmm. not in stream they're not um being shared enough maybe so yeah and most of the public from brazil listens to uh international music so releasing music in english we're also reaching the public from brazil which is Mm -hmm. funny because yeah pretty (laughs) usually uh people here say oh there are not there aren't enough artists from brazil so we're gonna search yeah outside (laughs) yeah we we have it we have even been doing a work here in Brazil, kind of like um, helping other artists from mm-hmm. Brazil to uh, feel encouraged to make music as well. Mm-hmm. Because since, you know, we have, uh, as I mentioned before, we have this, uh, you have to be under a label, you have to record a, a specific a type of music with a really good producer. Since we have all of that, sometimes people here in Brazil don't feel really encouraged to mm-hmm. release music by their own, or they feel like the quality of the music's not as good, or uh, they're not used to produce by themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like trying to uh, be and trying to, to encourage move, each other. Encourage each other, yeah, here in Brazil, and but the the public for us. It's just like it's it's kind of I wouldn't say it's 50-50 but yeah it's pretty close. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We don't have a lot of like um a target public like we're going to think about these people so we're going to make music for them. We just make music that the, the Lord inspired us to do. Mm-hmm. And if you know a person's going to feel um you know impacted or God's gonna talk to that person through the song, you know. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be a blessing. Yeah, it's, a, it's already more than we can do by yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's amazing. I mean, I noticed that. I mean, part of the reason why I asked this question was when we were researching for this, we saw like on your Instagram a lot of the time you translate the captions, so it's really helpful for those of us that don't speak Portuguese. <laughs> um, but then it also shows that like you are catering to like even though you're not like intentionally trying to say, oh, this is just for this person, you are making it more accessible so more people can um, kind of vibe with your music and, and get into it. I know for myself, like I'm learning Spanish. So sometimes there's like the odd word that I'm like, oh, that sounds similar. And I get really excited. <laughs> yeah, and I remember going through the album. Like, that's why I thought it wasn't really an EP because it was quite long. Um, and I really enjoyed every song. And I know that I wasn't fully understanding the words, but I was like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I love that I love that you stay true to who you are and you represent you know because 
even though English is spoken everywhere, there are other languages. And I love that we can praise God in various languages. So keep doing you guys, honestly. You're just, you're doing something that a lot of people aren't doing. So I really celebrate you for that. So as well as being super, super, super creative and um, musical, you're also really artistic. So I know from my research that Danny, you do illustration and photography. Rafa, you're an artist and a writer, which is why it makes sense that you write a lot of the lyrics. Um, <laughs> You know, how, how do you think that these creative talents kind of complement what you do with Cedar? And um, yeah, just how do you think God blessed you with them? Well, I think nowadays people aren't searching just for um, music. Usually when they search for an artist, they want to see more. Mm -hmm. So they want to watch the videos and see what they're talking about. And we try to express ourselves artistically in many ways. Yeah, and since we were kids, our parents really uh, influenced us to um, go for, like, expressing ourselves in different ways, not only with music, but, like, uh, drawing and dancing and even, like, in other stuff like sports or mm -hmm. anything. But being creative for Christ has always been a thing for, for our family and for us. And, and it's interesting to see how people, when they um, search for music and they try to know us better, yeah, they will always see also the other things that we do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it kind of tells the whole story of how we're trained to think artistically. So the 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 artworks and the videos they complement each other. Yeah, and uh, on. Uh, on the university we're in uh, till like last year or something uh, I was studying um, theater theater and Rafa was studying arts. Uh, art or visual, visual arts, arts. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so kinda... at the same time I'm like oh twin <laughs> we do that a lot <laughs> we do so during that time in college, we also got to uh, interact with not only like Christian artists, but other artists and improve our artistic taste, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that has been like part of our journey as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's been a thing. And we also kids. have been doing lots of things by ourselves. Like we, yes. since we don't have a lot of money or structure financial support <laughs> yeah financial support we're trying to do things by our own mm -hmm. so yeah. pictures um we have videos that we have to make by ourselves yeah um, well, and, and we have we actually have been learning to make the videos as we make them yeah oh wow so it it's been like a huge <laughs> growth for us mm -hmm. even the animation i always loved animation I always enjoyed making by myself, like it wasn't anything like professional, but when we were um, working on the video for one of our songs and uh, I said, okay, let's make an animated, um, animated video, I had to learn many things that I didn't know before. It was hard, but it paid off. Yeah. And since we we're an independent artist, it's uh, sometimes it, it's very important, of course, to rely on others and have people uh, collabing with us. But since we were starting, uh, we don't, you know, that that's the way how we keep on doing things. Yeah. It's, 
and other independent artists or even on, I don't know, doing a podcast or something, you sometimes you need to keep moving and doing your own stuff. It's And some things are very expensive, so we have to learn and improvise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just trusting the Lord is going to lead us. Yeah, all the things that we know um, how to to produce have been helping us to um, get things moving. And you mentioned like being at uni and studying this creative subject. Sorry, was it uni? I don't know. Did you guys call it uni? Did you call it college? Well, University. I don't know. University? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Some people, some countries, they call it college. Some countries, it's like other things, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> we call it uni, but uh, university. So, um, studying creative subjects as you do and obviously doing all these creative things interacting with non-creative non-christian artists as well as christian artists what's that kind of differences between some of the christian artists and non-christian artists in terms of their motivations for why they create i just want to ask about that that's interesting i think especially for me i got to interact with a lot of people that were making like um performance arts uh, usually stuff that Christians are not really involved. Mm-hmm. Actually, sometimes even very offens- offensive. It's very, for- yeah, because it involves a lot of things that we're not really used to. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of times I had to... Um, I didn't have a lot of voice inside of my university. So... I had to do things a little bit more, you know, I wouldn't say disguised, (laughs) but I couldn't say like, this is Christian Mm -hmm. Uh, because people had already this preconception of Christians, Christians, of Christian art. Um, They were expecting something for me and my friends who were Christian as well that I couldn't really provide them like I couldn't agree with a lot of things that they were doing because of our because of my uh, way of seeing the world yeah but it's really interesting because it opens a door for discussion Mm. for you know just exchanging you have the truth in your hand so you're you have an opportunity of showing maybe in a different light yeah and even uh, me on doing theater and stuff at the time, um, the majority of students there were women. So they really wanted to uh, have more voice in the artistic world. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I what we could provide to them, which is the truth, which is so so which is salvation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were giving through art without being too pushy <laughs> because we were minority there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even like their intentions, you asked about in- the intention on, on the yeah. art. And we saw like art for, for, the, for those people was everything to them. It was very spiritual for yes. them. Even though they were not like, they didn't have a, a religion but they they had a very spiritual intent yeah. with their art. Mm-hmm. I remember people saying like, oh, theater is my life. Uh, arts are my life. And I cannot, or like theater chose me. So like that kind of uh, conversation when we had, when we talked to them 
was really about um, not having arts as our, like our lives, because our life is Christ, right? Yeah. So uh, it, it changed our perspective on how much people depend on art and how religious and spiritual it is for them, that it helped us understand maybe how to communicate with them in a way that wasn't offensive or maybe, uh, you know, listening to the Holy Spirit and what he wanted to provide to them. Mm -hmm. And we truly believe we're the skin of Jesus to people. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, through our lives, what the Spirit wants them to listen or to, what does he want to provide to these people through me and through my life? So that was very... Uh, a very a life-changing experience even though <laughs> we were a lot of times like persecuted a little bit <laughs> if that's a word yeah I remember in many moments feeling yeah. like I couldn't really say what I was thinking mm-hmm. or at we moments where have... I did yeah. and I was criticized by teachers especially yeah um we didn't even have to say anything and they just were, our like, behaviors Yes. Yeah, just for different, different living a different life. Yeah, people would already be like, "Okay, you guys are a little bit different." Yeah, uh, yeah, it's we pretty were, complicated. Yeah. <laughs> we were wearing the "I'm a Christian" T-shirt, and they were like, "Yep, that's they're there, they're there." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's funny that most not funny, but yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's interesting that most of those people, they had a back background with Christianity, like mm-hmm. their parents or their aunts, or they, or sometime they in their lives, they were Christians or they heard about it. So they, a lot of those people were very bruised with uh, mm-hmm. religion or with, you know, what people do. So sometimes interacting with them and telling them, about the gospel or Jesus, it's it's just not as easy as it seems. And, uh, you know, praying and just being friends and providing them the love of Jesus was sometimes the, be- the best thing to do. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. And what's like the, because I don't know much about Brazil in terms of, because it's such a big country, so I'm, I'm sure it's different in different areas. But what's the like... Um, the like scale of how religious or how Christian, what's the faith kind of balance in the country? Yeah, so Brazil, since I think it historically, it was a very Catholic, Catholic country. country. Yeah. But in the last 20 years, maybe um, the Protestant Christian church has been growing yeah. like a lot. So uh, we the- grew up in a Christian Protestant church. Yeah. My our parents, my mom grew up in a Protestant Christian church. It was harder at her time, yeah. but um, we already had this opportunity. But I would say I, I don't know like percentage. Oh yeah. Um, but it's a pretty Christian country. country. Yeah. Okay. But we have like um, uh, religions of African descent. They're also really strong especially up north spiritualism we have a religion religion here that would be translated to spiritualism brazil is very diverse so 
we have influence from different cultures and countries. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, in, here in our state, San Paulo, we have uh, people from all, all over the, the world, like Japanese and Italian and uh, Spanish, Portuguese. So it's like a, a mishmash of people. And uh, that for sure influences the, mm. the religions, but most it's mostly Christian, yeah, and uh, the spiritualistic religions and African descent religions, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was just asking because I just thought about you were talking about kind of receiving a light kind of um, uh, persecution or having people just being a bit like off with you because they knew you were Christian, and I just wondered how susceptible people are to hearing the gospel um in brazil especially through music um like do you have a christian music industry in in the country um is there kind of like some bigger labels that are specifically for christian because obviously like, in america we have all these amazing labels that you can sign to in the uk we have a few um but what is it like in brazil like what is there like a christian music industry the christian music interest industry here in brazil it's very strong. Like, it's very strong. It's actually sometimes it feels like it's stronger than like in America. Yes. Really? Like it's very it big. Wow. It's funny that um, the there are two like major um, labels, not labor labels, but um, like the there are two main styles of music or genres. Genres, genres. yeah. But the first one would be like country music. And the second one would be Christian music. Oh, wow. Which is, yes. You, you can look on like Spotify or any um, platform like that. And the Christian music will always be like on the top of the charts. It's but it's awesome. always more like um, music that we play at church. Yes. Uh, Those are the most, um, the, the types of song that people listen yeah. to the most. What we see as independent artists like it's a very um, difficult terrain for us yes. to be in because usually artists here, when they get a little bit more famous, they go to a label and they 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 start to be um, big. Yeah, they become big. The other bands that aren't as big, usually people don't really have a lot of strength to keep going. Lots of bands stop in the middle of the way we don't really have a lot of public here like people don't really know the, these bands exist mm-hmm. so yeah. usually they go for the bigger bands and the smaller bands try to for artists uh, yeah or artists they try to um make their names but it doesn't really have a lot of space i guess there's not really a group like you're going to find this artist and then you're going to find this other independent artist it's more of like uh big church groups or uh maybe i don't know an artist that it's like singing for 20 30 years on the christian oh, okay yeah the christian market so but so there guessing, it is really big here i'm guessing for like independent artists in brazil um, social media is a huge place where they can push themselves because and like obviously Spotify streams that kind of thing because outside of that how are you going to go against these huge bands and huge yeah. labels we've been trying <laughs> <laughs> we actually I think 
we've been having the chance, the opportunity to build, slowly build our, um, I wouldn't say fan base. I would say more of a community yeah. of people that follow us and it, they actually participate okay. on the things that we do. It's slow. We don't have a lot of big numbers, but I feel like that's what keeps it consistent. So like, and it's nice that we don't have the pressure mm. to like cons be constantly giving and putting of course, music. It's out important. There. It's important to be consistent and everything, but we don't have the pressure as like the big labels and the big people have to deliver and artistically. Mm -hmm. So it's been a very, um, I won't say com um, easy or comfortable, but it's been um, light. I light, think. yeah. The like whole easy to carry. Yeah, I think. And it's funny that we've been having the chance to meet a lot of artists that are trying to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. We started in um, a playlist a couple of months ago. And every person that we we feature in the playlist, they actually come to us. They they say thanks or something else. They they talk Sometimes to us. We start a conversation. We've actually been making a lot of friends through yeah. that. It's um, really nice because way. it's the same spirit. So he bounds us and he really helps us with you know growing and maturing with the with the project and we've been uh promoting each other and helping each other with like information and how you can record this or that or like oh i'm learning to produce and someone else is learning to produce yeah. and we yeah. try to help each other so it's been kind of like it's really like building a community yeah it's been a very special uh process for us Oh, amazing. Well, I know that the latest single, I mean, we touched on it, talked about it a bit before, um, first of all, was part of a really cool project by the Amen, Amen Collective. Um, again, sharing more of that collaborative spirit amongst Christian independent artists, which is amazing. Whatever, what other cool, amazing stuff can we expect from you guys anytime soon? Hmm. Yeah, so we've been collabing with other artists and um they're mostly people that we actually met on the solitude project oh, nice. so, people that we met through instagram as well yeah through instagram yeah so we've been having a chance to write songs with other people people that we've never like even met in person yes they're all online yeah it's really cool it's like one of our friends now uh praise she, oh praise is she an independent artist? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We met her through the project, and we're, you know, having the chance to write stuff together and build a friendship. It's been awesome. So um, we really want to release a, uh, our second album next year. So hopefully, um, you know, things will work out. <laughs> so we think of thinking and uh, planning on doing that next year uh i do like video uh projects as well on youtube and stuff and also uh me danny <laughs> i've been uh producing my own beats 
So, oh, nice. <laughs> so hopefully are going to be releasing them uh, the beginning of next year or sometime this year, maybe yeah. at least one of them. <laughs> we also have a playlist called Sisters yeah. uh, where we try to feature as many um, fem female Christian artists as possible. From all over the world. From all over the world. Oh, that's and uh, we've been trying to expand it, like making it um, a YouTube series, a video. We've been planning a couple of things. Yeah. That's going to be fun. So how can we keep up with you guys? Because this all sounds amazing. I want to make sure we're not missing any of it. How can people keep in touch with what you guys are doing? Well, we've been posting on Instagram yeah. most things. We also have a Facebook page, but we're um, updating more. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram is the place <laughs> where you can find information yeah. about us. And the videos are also going to be YouTube. uploaded to our YouTube channel. And you can always find us as like Sether Music. Sether with C-E-T-H-E-R. -E <laughs> music on Instagram. Yeah. So you can find us there. Amazing. And just before we go, I have a question that kind of um, underpins a lot of this um, series. This series is called The Gritty Truths, and it's basically all about artists kind of talking about some of the gritty truths that God has really taught them. You know, it can be over the last year or it could be over your lifetime. It can be about music or it could be about life in general and um, women's issues, just relationships, anything you've dealt with. What's one thing, and you could have one thing each because you are individual, <laughs> even though you're individual. Um, what's one thing that you could just, that stands out, like one testimony, one just revelation of God that has really changed your life or just been something that is really pivotal in making, who you, making you who you are? For the past two years or something, God has been telling us very strongly about focusing on Jesus mm. and how important that is. So um, it's it, it's just something that changed our perspective as Christians, like actually acknowledging that he is our source and, and he's the fountain. So um, he's the one we need to focus on and not allow things to become distract a distraction in our lives because even things that are true, even things that are good, they can become a distraction from away from Jesus. So uh, in John 15, Jesus talks about us being the branches and mm. he, he has the vine, the true vine, the true vine. And uh, that whole chapter really speaks on, um, Jesus being the source, the the life source that we need to keep living as branches and that there is no life out of the vine. So if we want to do things by our own, by our own we're going to fail. And it's like a flower bouquet. It cannot have life because it's not, it doesn't have roots. It's not mm -hmm. on the tree. So doesn't have a life source anymore yeah doesn't have a life source so we need to be connected to the vine and focus on him abiding in abiding him. in him and he will be abiding in us so uh that's what god has been telling us for and even artistically yeah. um we see 
how that plays out. Basically, when you're focusing on Jesus, when you're doing something artistically, everything kind of just falls into place. Yeah. And it makes a lot more sense, especially for me as an artist, to see how putting setting my focus on Jesus makes everything not easier, but makes everything much more simple. Yeah, and all of the adversities, even like uh, being a female artist or the fact that sometimes it feels like we're not being heard. But when it's the Holy Spirit, it is his job. It is his will. So even though there are a bunch of things that maybe will stop people from listening to what we're doing or maybe uh, that could help us actually uh Sometimes being a female also helps for people to listen to our music. Acknowledging that he's the one that he is doing things. Mm -hmm. So just acknowledging that and trusting on him and resting is really important too. Resting on his power, resting on, on him. Because there's absolutely nothing that the presence of Jesus can mm -hmm. change or can't heal, can't transform, can't transform. So he's like our everything. And, you know, uh, that was something that really changed the way that we started making art. Yeah. Uh, this, the way that we started focusing even our ministry, our band, because even though we're making music so people can listen to and maybe relate to our first, our purpose is making music for God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's really interesting. Yeah, and we don't have to force anything. We don't have to pretend we're something else. We just allow the Holy Spirit to flow and do his job mm -hmm. and rest on him and we trust on him. That's our, our job. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, that's such a beautiful answer. Thank you so much for sharing that truth and just reminding people of, you know, when you're in that place, how to just remind yourself that the Holy Spirit is going to be the Holy Spirit. Let me just do what I have to do. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you so much for being a part of the CHH podcast. I know everyone is listening to this is going to be so blessed. Um, and yeah, it means a lot to me that you've taken time out to speak to us in the, in the middle of your really busy day. So thank you so much. Thank you. It was a huge honor. It's so it fun. Thank honor. you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CHH podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and share with a friend. You can find us on Instagram at CHH podcast to join in our community.